Good morning, it's October 18th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Iran is a rogue state. They are the primary sponsors of terrorism in the Middle East. They don't pretend that they are anything other than what they are. They've been a terrorist regime since they overthrew the Shah in 1979. You will remember they stormed the U.S. Embassy and took hostages. They took 66 U.S. citizens and held 52 of them for more than a year. Why would you think they're any different today? Iran is the primary backer of both Hamas and Hezbollah. Hamas operates out of Gaza and Hezbollah out of Lebanon. Both are committed to destroying the state of Israel and killing Jews. They are taught to hate Jews from an early age. When you hear the chant, Palestine from the river to the sea, what that means is they want to eliminate the nation of Israel and to eliminate all Jews along the way. You would think this would shock and appall the American public. Remember the reaction when the followers of Osama bin Laden struck the United States on September 11th? The nation rallied against such terror terrorism. There was no marches supporting Al-Qaeda and bin Laden. There was a unified belief that these terrorists should be hunted down and brought to justice. When Hamas terrorists stormed into Israel, killing innocent people, we should have recoiled in horror. This was, ha was happening in the Middle East, but not in the United States, or so we thought. Decent people everywhere, including pious Muslims and fervent supporters of the Palestinian cause, recoiled from the acts of barbarity that recalls the darkest moments in human history. Basic decency, however, is not universal. There are Jew haters among us. Moved by bloodlust and orgiastic fantasies of revenge, they thronged the streets and squares of Europe and marched across American campuses. On those same campuses, we've seen students protest against violence by protesting white nationalists. These same people in the United States justified violence against people who they felt supported these nationalists and felt it was justified to act against them, including that it was right and good to punch a Nazi. Today, some of those same people have embraced the central cause of the Nazi movement. Jew hatred for them is a passion so pure, so justified, that those who torture Jewish children and slaughter helpless babies are heroes. The rest of us should take note and care. I would suggest that when those protesters, including those on college campuses, march in support of Hamas, that they all don armbands with a swastika emblazoned on it. Because what they are telling you is they are calling for the elimination of Israel and the killing of Jews. They will tell you that not what they mean, but actions speak louder than words. And again, as I say, what do you think it means when they chant Palestine from the river to the sea? To Hamas, that means killing as many Jews as they can. Now, if you wonder how Hamas can afford to arm itself with military equipment and to have the thousands of rockets they build and fire into Israel, you'd be asking a pertinent question. We're told the people of Gaza are struggling to find enough food and water, to have electricity and other conveniences, but somehow their ruler, Hamas, has funds for their terrorist activities. At this point in time, the Biden administration refused to implicate Iran in the terrorist attack a week ago. But most reasonable people understand that Hamas would not have undertaken such an attack without the green light from their financial backer. The Biden administration says they don't have the smoking gun. They don't have the clear-cut evidence of Iran's involvement. But my guess is they don't want to find that evidence. Kind of reminds me of when Phil Mickelson hit an errant shot in a golf tournament. He did not want to find the ball because they would have to play it. If the Biden administration found the clear evidence, then they would have to act against Iran, and they don't appear to want to take such, such actions. Iran primarily fights the U.S. and Israel through proxies and in gray zone measures such as cyber operations. This fall, within the portfolio of Brigadier General Ismail Khani, who became the Quds 
force commander after a U.S. strike kills Soleimani in 2020. General Khani is one of a handful of Islamic Republic officials in the Iranian leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei's circle. After Ayatollah Khamenei gave the green light, General Khani and other officials using the Supreme Leader's authority instructed the rest of the regime without explanation to shuffle around money and material to Hamas. In this case, a mid-rank Hamas official with ties to senior Quds force commanders is a more reliable source than the reigning foreign minister or even president. According to Islamic Republic officials' accounts and media reporting, General Khani met with Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad officials in April and June. That was when talks with the U.S. about releasing Iran's frozen assets were gaining steam, and Washington was easing up on sanctions and enforcement. Meanwhile, Iran began to claim responsibility publicly for the uptick in Palestinian violence in Israel. It was a ruse to pull Israel's attention and military intelligence resources away from the Gaza border. Iran has also had many of the sanctions lifted on them, and they've been selling huge amounts of oil to China. Reports are they're at a 10-year high and exporting 1.5 million barrels per day. That's a 50% increase from earlier this year, and those sales amount to billions of dollars to the regime in Tehran. Now's the time for President Biden to reimpose strict sanctions on Iranian oil. It needs to cut off the flow to cut off the funding source for terrorism, but that would take strong leadership something Joe Biden has failed miserably at during his time as president. And sanctions alone aren't going to deter Iran, though it would be useful to starve Tehran of funds. But we will never have peace so long as Iran continues to escape repercussions for its murderous actions because it hides behind these proxies. And that has to change. Finally, evidence is being shown that the rocket that hit the hospital in Gaza was probably one fired by Palestinian Islamic Jihad at Israel that failed. What those terrorists do not realize is both the United States and Israel have the capability to track the telemetry of those rockets from their origin to their destination. Hence, not only denying it was Israel, but naming the other group that fired the rocket. Just as fast as Hamas blamed Israel, you could count on Rashid Tlaib, that Hamas PR person in Congress, to blame Israel. The Pentagon should show her the truth, then Congress should demand that she go on the floor and apologize to Israel for her rash comments. I doubt she'll ever do that, but that would be the right thing to do. It's been to my little friends. Thanks for listening.